My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Sky. And today we are talking about a literal fetus of an individual, <laughs> a literal <laughs> child uh, who is just taking over the music industry in Korea at the moment, even though if you were to believe the tie, the Twitter timeline, no one has ever heard of him. <laughs> but we have, and we're here to chat. And that's right, we are going to talk about singer-songwriter, young child, Lee Mujin, who is just... He's a Adorable. <laughs> and he is up for a crap ton of awards at the music award ceremonies coming up at the end of the year, so... Even uh, if you've never heard of him, if you're interested in Korean music awards, you're going to hear about him pretty soon. Yeah, you've so. probably already seen him and gone, who is that that keeps on popping up in every category? <laughs> yeah, what yeah. Like, name? What's going on? So periodically, if you are the type of K-pop fan that does, like, watch the music shows, you know that they don't just have K-pop groups on there. But also, certain of those shows pay more attention to the charts and stuff when we won't get into all that but it shows other types of music that end up incredibly popular in korea aside from just Mm k-pop i was about to say simply k-pop that's actually a show but (laughs) (laughs) like another example is there's an incredibly popular trot singer who periodically goes up against all these k-pop groups and, and so everyone they, he's like the favorite trust singer of everybody now because like he's around a lot for all the <laughs> um so Lee Mujin the way he came into notoriety recently was he was in a show called Sing Again a competition show but that's different from say the idol competition shows in the way that the whole point of the show was that these people were unheard of and it's not mm-hmm. that they were making a group. They were just trying to become more popular and they did get ranked at the end and things like that. But pretty much the top four was really what you were trying to mm-hmm. get into mm-hmm. because then you were going to get, you know, some be on some shows and get a lot more exposure and things and hopefully just naturally kind of record deals and things out of that. That's just kind of the way that works. And then the judges for this were a variety of incredibly talented musicians and even people you've definitely seen, like one of the people from Super Junior, the people from Winter, like you've seen these people. So Lee Mujin, he, even the first time you see him perform in this show, he just knocked the socks off of the judges. Like they really couldn't believe no, it's, it wasn't simply wow he sounds good it was just the way he was making the song his own he was covering a song mm. it's not like it was his own personal song and uh, even though he had just the saddest most damaged looking hair you've ever <laughs> seen in your life his cuteness shone through regardless <laughs> even from then he he's very witty with how he does pauses or something i mean he just really plays with the song it's just it's just really mm-hmm. fun to watch mm-hmm. him perform so yeah and he got you know all the judges eventually kind of like the thumbs up essentially of that type of show they were all pretty impressed by him and then from then on he was just pretty much one of the favorites of the show that kept on popping up and being one of the big forces within that and anytime he performed 
as a duet or with it or by himself. It was just his stuff would go viral, which even for that type of show wasn't as common as you would think, like the level of notoriety that he would get. Like 15 million is not easy for anybody to really achieve when you don't have a name for yourself already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even the judges would say that. So it, w- it was a pretty big deal. Like if you haven't heard him before, and if I just had to like pull out of the air, I'm not saying he sounds exactly like him, but as far as like how Jason Mraz kind of mm. bends his stuff a little bit, I'm mm-hmm. not saying it's exactly the same, but kind of that thought a little. I can see that. So that's kind of what I'm talking about if you haven't seen it. But he doesn't have a huge catalog yet, but he definitely, <laughs> he pulled in some OSTs and we're going to be talking about all that. And one other thing that I really, really wanted to mention was, uh, so he was on a sketchbook Mm. with one Mm of, I mean, the guy was a judge too, but uh, he, they were talking and he's the type of musician that you really think, oh, he was born with this. Some Mm -hmm. people are, Mm -hmm. there are some people that are simply like that, right? To where, you know, they just see the world in music type thing. He's not that way. He, Mm -mm. he started learning the guitar in like fourth and fifth grade and he just worked his butt off. Like he said he was tone deaf. He didn't know, like he couldn't follow rhythm and beat at all. And he just tried really hard Mm -hmm. and he just learned. And so anytime when he goes on these shows and people are like, oh, you're, must be a genius and all these things. His mom gets really mad. (laughs) Yes. His mom's like, no, they don't know that like you literally couldn't sing. Like it was bad. They don't know know you were terrible. (laughs) (laughs) And you worked really hard. And you worked really hard to become that. And I think that's a testament to like how hard he worked. The fact that like he's blowing these professional musicians minds Mm. and he, Mm -hmm learns and that's not to say when I say he's a no name and stuff like that he is he's studying practical music it's not like yeah. he taught himself in a chamber just by himself or whatever but he I don't know I, I think that's really cool that he was able to go from being tone deaf to the per- the performer that he is doing mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. a really a huge jump and I think that even for the professional musicians they're like whoa because I imagine some of them might have had some natural talent or something but he's like no, I didn't, I didn't have any of that. None. <laughs> it's a real misconception that people have that like musicians are naturally talented at things because talent is only like 5% of skill. Yeah. Like it's. But trained. it's a weird thing to like not have that 5%, like that base level talent for music and just decide that that's the thing you want to do. Mm-hmm. So you're going to work. It's like not having any ability to draw but deciding you're going to be an artist because that's well, what I'm... you want to do right and like <laughs> it, it it's possible you can train yourself but like you do you think okay but you should have something to start with you should be able to like it's, it's put lines on a piece of it, paper you know like like if I was literally tone deaf like it, I would be scared and not apply myself very much like you know I would think I was out of my depth but like that's not what he did yeah that's I think it's cool. like more impressive like wanting to pick up that level more than actually mm. being able to do it and I have like a little bit more of a background to know like how the music mm-hmm. like works and how you actually train for music so 
anybody can really train yeah. and be fine with it as long as you're going to put in the hours for it. And every singer who has a natural talent has to train too. There, there's no getting around mm-hmm. training and putting work into the craft, but I, it does seem interesting to decide that that's the path you want to do when you don't already have it especially because well, he's from, so young too like from, to figure from what out. i gathered from like his interviews and stuff is that he really loved how music made him feel That's good. and so even if he didn't have any natural born talent he loved it anyway mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. and even it sounds like he had auditioned for something a long time in the past like when he was in 10th grade and uh he did you know he didn't pass it or anything but he he wasn't really that saddened by it because it's not like at that point it wasn't his like sole purpose in life or anything Mm -hmm. he's like Mm -hmm. I wasn't dead set on being a musician really it was just something I kind of liked at that point so it wasn't a huge deal that I got rejected but he doesn't talk about you know he's so good at this point I'm sure there was a change Mm -hmm. where he was like now I wish to be a musician he didn't talk about that aspect Mm -hmm. though but in order to get to the level that he is, I'm sure, you know, he's obviously studied music and stuff. So, but yeah, he, he's super cute, like as far as his personality and stuff. And even just his interactions with people, it's just pretty adorable without, because even when he was chatting with the guy on Sketchbook, like he would sometimes kind of have his hand on his hip. And then at some point the guy was like, are you mad at me or something? No, no, I'm just like, I'm just, just standing. Just being I'm just kind of being sassy you know. a little bit when I'm talking. Sorry. <laughs> He's got <laughs> that like real like charm of like someone who's he never does. been in the industry at all. So yeah. he kind of is like a little bit awkward, but like in a way I'm just, it's like, this is a new environment and everything's like yeah. new to me. I don't know how to keep my hand still <laughs> you know <laughs> right. and, and like and he's also young enough that like life hasn't defeated him yet yeah. so he still has <laughs> that sort of young optimism that some people have you know he is mm. definitely still a kid you know like <gasps> I look at him and the way he he'll kind of like joke or do something and it's very much more like teenagers it is like mm. 20 somethings that you know he's like he's still young he's still got mm-hmm. that childish kind of sense of humor and stuff because cute I even saw a little thing like rain was there's just a little <laughs> bit thing that they were doing and he was asking so him funny. like you know what type of woman he preferred and all this stuff and he was being pretty quiet about each time he had to think about like what the answer was this person versus that person but the whole time Rain was like, like, are you trying to like manage your kind of like persona right now? Like, are yeah. you trying mm. to save face kind of? And it was obvious. He's like, I didn't even consider it. Like, that's not really, I think you like, just literally thinking. I just, like, I just yeah. wanted to like really consider my options on whether I liked IU or Jenny better. Like <laughs> the way he performs too, like vocals mm. aside, the way he uses his body and the way he does use his hands when he's not playing the guitar and stuff. He's very showy, but not in a weird way. But it's kind of like he's acting out the words a little bit. So and like, it's was, pretty adorable. So when I was watching him perform, especially when he was performing the assignment song mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. Sketchbook, the immediate thing, like the first 30 seconds of that song, I said, like, I literally said out loud, Matthew was sitting next to me and I said, he should train for musical theater. He's got mm. musical theater like yeah. personality. Like 
it take some dance lessons, some acting lessons. He'd have a good career there. I think that's, uh, it may play to what he maybe just likes in music mm-hmm. in general. We don't really know because there's not much but about I'm... him or interviews and that sort of thing. But mm-hmm. he's got like the real like hones in on that singer songwriter mm-hmm. quality where they're a little bit more kind of emotional or like they kind of like really you know use the lyrics of their songs and the way that they sing their songs to get the emotion mm-hmm. across so you could be sitting there listening to the song and not w- know a single word he's saying but understand the emotion which yeah. other groups and stuff do that too but I think it's just like one of the like the defining things with like the kind of genre of music that mm-hmm. he kind of lives in and so that's what we were kind of picking up and then it also kind of ties back to what you said about him uh, finding a connection through music mm-hmm. like that and it be healing so it's probably that's we are also picking up because he's really truly in the emotion of the song mm-hmm. when he sings you know he's he's studying music and so he's taking a lot of these composition classes and things like that and though it's hard work for him he will say like sometimes it's it's easy for him to write a song at this point so i mean he again he's put in the work to where mm-hmm. he's learned how mm-hmm. to channel his what he likes and how to craft his songs and stuff uh so the assignment song let's talk about that <laughs> i think it's just super fun it's <laughs> so good it is i have to say like you know of the limited songs that he has the assignment song is my favorite i i just thought it was so funny because <laughs> we've all been there (laughs) so so for our listeners the assignment song again he's studying practical music in college so one of his instructors assigned like five song projects or something all in one week and so he was sounds like he's a bit of a procrastinator he kind of admitted to that (laughs) and uh so he was working to try to get his stuff done and so he popped out the assignment song which starts off like a very somber like head down like almost a churchy yeah it's like a a sermon or or something and it's really funny when so like you didn't see this on sketchbook because he did perform on sketchbook but i saw a different performance of it where he had a different type of band and they all had their heads bowed they were like it it was so funny and so they were all and then even one of them acted like they're wiping away a tear (laughs) i I just lost it so he then pretty much directly talks to well he kind of directly talks to his professor and then he kind of just talks about like the professor assigned a lot of work so here's my song sorry (laughs) yeah and it just starts with like I'm sorry, professor. I'm so sorry. I'm really <laughs> sorry. For, like, and that's and literally just saying it in this like it almost if you if you didn't know what he was saying and what the name of the song was, like it almost sounds like it's a like a breakup song or like a song about somebody died or something. Like it's very, very song. Oh, you're like saying sorry to like, your parents or something. Like, yeah. Yeah. Saying sorry. What's he saying? Sorry, teacher, like, like what? That- that would be a really like, good oh, yeah. that'd be a really good game for people that have not they don't know what the lyrics are to yeah. just watch so him perform it and then at the end like about? yeah <laughs> what do you think because he gets he ultimately gets so it's upbeat and it's funny yeah. and he's really kind of hamming it up just a little bit in certain places like there's even a point where he's like 
essentially like here's the guitar's apology and there's a guitar solo i mean it's he's having a lot of fun with it and the the lyrics are all like why did you assign so much work i had other classes too i admit (laughs) i did procrastinate a little bit so this might not be my best work but i wrote it i did the assignment please don't assign this much anymore it's too much (laughs) and then then he even put in her voice yeah her voice saying something like Right at the end, her voice says something like, wow, you did the whole thing? Like, <laughs> and I mean, who, so good. who, who's gone to school has not been there. Like, yeah, I mean, every single teacher thinks they're your only teacher and that mm-hmm. all your free time is for their assignments. And you're like, ah. and, and let's be real. How 22 year old of him Very true. to do that? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, 22 year old guy that is just that's the best about thing. it that, that that was a very bold risk he took with this song handing this song <laughs> in to like you know he must have known that she was pretty good natured so on sketchbook he's like so what did you like get like what was your grade on the song and he's like well you know it's a cute she's a more of a creative type so she doesn't believe in grades this is her like well grading the project she's itself like, but i did get an a plus in the class overall so <laughs> <laughs> yes she liked it well and then i guess it's pretty common for you evil to ask a lot of these musicians and probably more of the singer songwriter mm-hmm. types to do little little songs like he'll ask for them to kind of just do a little not a jingle but a short mm-hmm. can like you compose a something small for us show that we can yeah. just use and uh he he popped out a whole darn song and yeah. like yu yu was just like whoa like that was <laughs> that was and he's like haven't you been really busy like i'm sure it was hard for you to compose that entire thing you know with however many verses and stuff He's like, yeah, I've been pretty busy. I had to do it in between, like, doing things and stuff. But it came pretty, it came pretty easy. <laughs> it was just cute. <laughs> Wild. It was, it was a really funny, it was a really funny episode, too. Like, I actually yeah. recommend watching the Dinden part as well. Oh, my God. Just... Because primarily, Dinden sang a song, but there was a fly and it was just really funny to where Yu Yu Hole like was cracking up so much he was on his knees like just losing it which is not <laughs> typical of him at all so like it was because he had seen the fly when Dinden was trying to look like really cool while he was singing and there's just nothing to be done about it he's like that's the first <laughs> time that's ever happened sorry about the fly <laughs> it's like you know so typical that it would happen to Dinden too right oh yeah <laughs> and of course he he takes it, you know, fine. He was just like, of course, that's like my luck. Whatever. <laughs> that's my life, essentially. But I'm it was also be fun because I guess the way they run that show at the moment with the pandemic and everything mm-hmm. is the the people that are all guesting, they're kind of they're kind of the audience a little bit and they have mm-hmm. dividers and then they're writing on a little notes. So, so it was cute. Like but so Dinden would kind of chip in sometimes, but only you evil would kind of like reading them off so it's funny yeah talking about the professor and the professor yeah, giving like, the good grades he's like the professor should apologize and then after she after he said like the professor agreed to be on the on the record and gave him an a plus he then holds up the sketchbook again and it's like the professor deserves an apology <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a good episode yeah it was cute 
So he also so, did the OST for Hospital Playlist Season Dose, which was just absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's Perfect one of the songs tone. he's actually up for Mama Award mm-hmm. for, for that. All of his songs are just like really, really good. <laughs> no, and he has like nothing. <laughs> too. I know, it's very limited catalog. But then again, he literally only started this yeah. year. Like he's so yeah. like <laughs> he's got a lot of like collabs too. It's like especially because yeah. uh, seeing again, they did a lot of like collabs. So he has a collab with IU on mm. her lilac song. That's like really good. I think they that's like, so play good. off of each other really, really nicely. Yeah, their really voices mesh yeah. beautifully. And then mm-hmm. he has another one with Ailey and mm-hmm. for heaven, and that's also really good. I just I love hate like Ailey and that song and I just like it's fun to mm. see him kind of bounce off these people especially like females so you kind of get a difference mm-hmm. in their tones and stuff and then and yes, Mino the, like, were funny yeah mm-hmm. the ridiculous one with Mino where like they're just he's like they're... just being a total dork and like Mino's like really really okay <laughs> <laughs> it's like was it good they were having fun i really like the, on they you know so they were on an episode with the, like the top four from sing again on knowing know, brothers and knowing brothers yeah yeah and uh damn those other singers too though were so good also got- they're Oh, sorry. No, you go ahead. No, no, go good. I was going to say, like, you should watch this episode that he's in. One, he's excellent in it. But two, um, the one who got who came in first, I forget his name at the moment, um, sings a cover of Sorry, Sorry by Super Junior. And it is sick. His, his <laughs> name is Lee, Lee Sung Yoon. Yeah, and he's Sung-Yoon. actually the one that I had known about that I, I saw him perform on Immortal mm. Songs. There's actually a duet when they were in Sing Again. Both of those guys did a duet mm. and they kind of dressed the same, <laughs> like same kind of denim outfit, different colors of Converse, of Converse. Um, and they both kind of had fluffy hair, you know. Yeah, because they <laughs> and, were definitely uh, the two that were like kind of the same. Like they were the ones yeah, who were up against the same vibe. Like the same vibe. Yeah. Well, what was really cute, and I, I didn't go track this down, but like it was obvious the people that they were kind of dueling against was the, um, so the other guy that came in the top four who has the long hair, who's kind yeah, of the, the, heavy, rock, the heavy rock singer. Yeah. He's well, cool. the guy that was duetting with him had long hair too. So <laughs> it was like, they were kind of doing this twinsies thing. Which was really cute. But the song that, well, first of all, they had to come up with a group name with Lee Sung Yoon. And mm-hmm. so Lee Sung Yoon had performed Honey as his first song for the show. And the song that... Lee Mujin had done was Nobody. I think that was the title. So they made their name No Honey. <laughs> and the, the song was just really good. They just meshed really well with mm-hmm. harmonizing and doing their guitars and stuff together. And it's obvious that they have a really good relationship. And then it's just really funny how and they talk about this on Knowing Brothers a lot too, and we'll get into that. But even when they were doing the duet, it was kind of the first time that they, after that, they talked to the judges about because they're both strong personalities, or that's what the judge was saying. Mm-hmm. And uh, you both are strong personalities, or I guess I was the host. Sungi was saying that, like, did you guys, you know, have any issues when you were collabing? No, but there is like an 11 year age gap. And everyone's, all the judges were like, what? Like, they didn't know that there was an 11 year age gap. <laughs> like, they didn't dwell on that to like ask the judges, who do you think is older or whatever. But they talked about that on Knowing mm-hmm. Brothers to where, 
Limujin was kind of playing up the fact that like sometimes people think that the other guy is the young one. The younger one. He is the one in the 30s. He's like, I do not look that old, do I? Like he's really concerned. (laughs) He also makes this joke. He's like, and the what I don't like about him is he never corrects anyone. (laughs) (laughs) But listen, why would you? Why would you? (laughs) Right? You're like looking like a 20-year-old. You're gonna take that and run with it. Yeah, exactly. Like, they definitely look similar in age. Yeah. Like, if you were to guess how old both of them were, you'd say, like, mid-20s. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. like, until Limogen starts sort of talking and goofing around and stuff, you would never guess that he's as young as he is. Like, he he looks mm-hmm. young, but not, like, super not young. Not 22 you know? young. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I watched him on Enjoy Couple because, I guess... They're YouTubers, and he looks a lot like the guy oh, yeah. in, the, in the couple. And um, Min Su, I think the guy's name is. And so they look a lot alike, and they both hear it all the time that, like, oh, you look like that YouTuber. And, and the YouTuber's like, he says, like, when uh, when they were on um, Knowing Brothers, his his mom, like, called him when she saw the preview, and she's like, why didn't you tell me you were going on Knowing Brothers? And he's like, oh, because I'm no. not, ma. Like it's not me. But what a good joke would have been. Yeah, go ahead and watch it. (laughs) It has the same energy of Subin from TXT showing pictures of Minhyuk from B2B in his group chat with his family group chat and was like, oh, don't I look good? And the only person who didn't realize it wasn't him was his little sister. (laughs) (laughs) Sister was like, Photoshop. In that that video that they did with Enjoy Couple, like the girlfriend is like walking around the halls looking like, is Mujin here yet? Is Imujin here? And she opens the door and goes, Hey, like, honey, is Imujin? Oh my God, you're not my boyfriend. Like, she's just like, oh crap. Okay, hi, hi, nice to meet you. But like, that's so cute. But then, like, she's sitting in between the two of them, and she goes, "I just noticed a difference." And and her boyfriend's like, "What? Like, what?" And she goes, "Wrinkles. You have wrinkles." <laughs> like, mean. this one has clean skin. Like, he has like a baby, and Imujin's like. Cause I am a baby. <laughs> I'm so young. It's just cute, like how people just don't seem to get how young he is. Like, mm-hmm. well, really he, don't he has get a very, it. He has a very sophisticated way of singing that, mm-hmm. like, is is older than he should be. I think also but, he kind of gives off that vibe too. Like mm-hmm. when he, because he's a little bit like quieter too, and so he's kind of more reserved in that way. And I think he just carries himself a little bit. Mm-hmm older until you actually get to a point where he's like a little bit more comfortable and kind of has assessed the situation of what's going on and then he's like opens up and you're like yep okay (laughs) Okay. (laughs) like you kind of realize that he's he's shy like and Mm. it doesn't come across when he's performing but when he's interviewing you're like oh it's not just like aloof or anything like the kid is shy he's a kid and he's in new situations and and then and, when he gets and, comfortable he you know he opens and up he wasn't more, but... you know he wasn't trained like in the k-pop system of how to deal <laughs> with the media or anything like he's a music major yeah and he got like so <laughs> popular so fast too there yeah. was not like a lot of time for him to kind of try to figure out these things or like have time to constantly be doing interviews mm. to get better at it and get, get more comfortable at it. He's the type of person that would be really interesting. Like if he 
had interviews like about that at some point as far as that jump because even even on knowing bros i mean this is just a small example and it has to do with appearance but so we talked about you know his frizzy hair was kind of discussed a little i guess yeah um, um sing again when he was on knowing bros like his hair is a little you know it looks more tamed and stuff because i'm sure he goes and gets it done they're like like oh what do you do now he's like i don't even know they just take care they of just it do for me. Me. <laughs> they just do things to my do hair it. and it looks like this now i don't know <laughs> when he was on that um couple show they're like we tried to make his hair look like yours but it did not work like his the boyfriend's hair just was a mess and he's like well this is my emotions and they're like what and he's like it just it does this when I feel things my hair just flips out like this and they're like (laughs) relatable now now I desire Lee Mujin like being emo (laughs) it should be really funny what emo song that would be fun there's a really cute little like behind the scenes of his when he was doing traffic light music video. Yeah. And in it, you can really start to tell he's kind of like really shy because he's just he has like his guitar in most of the like recordings, but not mm-hmm. all of them. So anytime he had his his guitar, he would rather like play a song for the camera than actually talk to the camera because he was like, this is awkward. This is awkward. But um, the guy from Sing Again uh, sent him a coffee truck and so they show the moment when they bring him to go see the coffee truck and so you could cute. tell that he was just like shocked that someone did that for him and it has like pictures of them together and that sort of thing and like he's sitting there and he's like I'm not gonna cry because the makeup person did a really good job on my, <laughs> my makeup and he's just Aww. like oh. He's He's just like looking at it and then he like makes a point of like specifically saying hi and thank you to the person running the coffee truck and Uh, they had to kind of go but it was like very sweet because you could tell he was just like I I just never expected someone to do this for me and you're like oh my gosh you're so cute (laughs) so sweet my favorite thing is part of the reason why he got known in the k-pop circles was like when he beat Lisa at uh, you know Blackpink's Lisa at one of the shows like yeah and like music so k-pop kids keep finding him because they're like who's this jerk who is it you know and like under the one video like all the comments are like I came here for Lisa to find out who this but he's adorable and his song is great so he deserves everything and I love him now I just like, like oh hmm. that's so cute like I love that yeah I, people come in like angry the- but they leave like in love and it's adorable a lot of the people who came in angry need to fucking get a life is all I have to say about this because so the big thing was that you know Lisa had a comeback and he beat her but like it's not technically like oh you know the music company likes this guy more it's like no it's based on how many times their thing people was listen to a song and, yeah. you know, often it was listened to and, and bought. he sings in the most popular genre of music in Korea. yeah and so it it was just going to happen because he could easily take over the general populace of korea yeah. like music listening and not have to have like a streaming background to it i just think it's actually kind of like mean to lisa to do that to people too and i think i feel really bad for her position because like already you know she's like huge 
popular star she doesn't need the validation of like the award show but it is like it does like hurt a little when you don't win especially when you have Mm -hmm. to be like in front of the camera for it yeah and then also know that like people might attack the other person and Lisa like would like she would sit there and she would bob along with it and she probably knows the song at least knows it enough because she probably heard it in every cafe that she's ever been in in like Korea yeah (laughs) and it's just like it's it's sad when people do that because it just like it it doesn't do what they think it's going to do yeah it doesn't become like you being a savior for her it's yeah she's you being a bad reflection of her and people not wanting to go listen to her music it's like at the at the end of the day she still got paid she'll be fine she doesn't need you to defend her we all know that she's talented it didn't take away her talent because another person won the songs are drastically different too so it it wasn't even like a literally it was just a the style that he performs in is more popular to more people yeah and that was that's thin one against stray kids too like I don't think stray kids cried themselves to sleep. Like I'm pretty sure they were fine with it. You know, like him or something, you know? Yeah. yeah. They might be good buddies. Like, you know, if they're performing. Like, on they're the probably stage. hanging out in the green room, just like everyone else, you know, I mean? <laughs> sharing those weird tuna fish, strawberry jam sandwiches. They have uh, no, it was egg salad, egg salad, it's strawberry like, jam sandwiches. Yeah, the um, ones where they would slip in the notes. Yeah, yeah putting yeah. notes. Oh, yeah, yeah. they're probably Indiana giving sandwiches. they're probably giving him notes like your song's cool, man. And yeah. I really like that OST you did. <laughs> and I think really also good. Sing Again was so popular, especially because mm. they talked about this a lot. I didn't personally watch the entirety of the sing again because i'm not into competitions but apparently this is the competition that we should have been watching because Mm -hmm. they specifically said that it got popular in korea because the judges were always really nice Mm -hmm. and didn't try to bash the people participating so every time they did a critique it was like good critiques or like valuable critiques of the top four one of the the members was sojung from ladies code Mm -hmm. and her final song she ends up forgetting the words and she kind of like freaks out and she She sits down and like in the head and then then she she comes back up up, right yeah and they were discussing this on the men on mission like all the you know other people on men on mission were like you probably like we're sad that you saw the low things and she was like that would have just never been like that's too high of a a score to give to someone who does that because i'm a singer Mm -hmm. and that's one of the things i have to do i have to be able to either know all the words or be able to like power through if I don't know the words and make the song work and I didn't do that and they still gave me that and so like it was like to you know acknowledging the kind of like environment that the judges put them in and I think a lot of people who are watching in Korea and elsewhere really connected with the fact Mm. that they were so nice to these Mm. contestants and they weren't like doing the other kind of competition thing you know yeah, there wasn't that effort to like tear down the performers like there is in a lot of competition shows. That's why I don't like competition shows because I always find that just, what a, what a useless thing to mm-hmm. do. You're not help you're not helping them become better artists or improve by being mean about it. The one problem with Sing Again is that it's not streaming anywhere digitally. <laughs> There's like little like <laughs> random clips here and there that have been like yes. subbed. Mm-hmm. But they're usually just, you know, a one minute thing 
where it's like mm-hmm. the intro to whatever the song and like obviously a lot of the songs are yeah. around so you can like go listen to them yeah but it, in terms of like trying to JTBC. actually <laughs> yeah jtbc strikes again <laughs> jtbc really needs to like get some sort of streaming partner yeah. of some sort well they're, uh, aren't they doing another one they're doing a second season i think mm. There's a mm. lot of things. To, I like saw that second season was happening. I saw that the guy who won, he he just dropped a teaser for his studio album that's coming out very soon. Mm. Oh, wow. And then we just got the notification that Njun is thinking of doing a solo or like a comeback very soon yeah. too. And it was like all like all, all moving once. so quickly. And I was like, <laughs> well, I didn't go chase it down, but in passing, like a passing headline I saw, it, it made it look like the show title famous singer was the way the second season of sing again like so i don't know if they renamed it or i don't know it was hard for me to tell and i didn't go chase it yeah it's Uh, harder when it's not like sub yeah Uh so and then it is to where if you if you are able to find even those tiny clips of things Mm -hmm. a lot of them as far as the titles are all in korean it's a little little bit harder and like searching the word famous singer yeah, it's, it's not gonna get you what you get you for. Like, or even no. even sing again like it's good, a good luck it's a it's a veritable little scavenger hunt that <laughs> shows like us to play with well the and even limu jen okay he's super popular at the moment in korea but there were a couple of clips as far as how you spell his romanized name mm-hmm. it's different it's sometimes m-o-o versus m-u yeah you know like it or if you have the hyphen in it, or if you don't, and how that throws yeah. off searches. I did find the only thing that like really helped me is uh, searching by their contestant number. Because I guess, oh. I think, because they made a point of it on like Men and I Mission. So it might have been yeah. an actual thing where like it was like constantly being just called their number yeah. instead of their name. Like to a point that it was like an actual thing on the thing again that translated mm-hmm. into the Men mm-hmm. on Mission episode. And like I would search... And I would be able to find, you know, like, yeah, test it 30, like really easy because of that, as opposed to like trying to find their name. See, but we wouldn't know this. Okay. Like the average person wouldn't know. And you already have to know their number in order to yeah. successfully accomplish this task. So aye, aye, aye. as far as the low hanging fruit of what you can legally stream and you can maybe do it as easily as possible. So men on a mission or knowing mm-hmm. brothers, I don't remember which on Netflix it calls itself. Uh, uh, I think it's men on a men mission. On a mission. Men on a mission. Um, yeah. So that is on Netflix. So mm-hmm. you can go find that. There is an episode yep. with Lee Mujin and then the three other top four people that ended up. On and it is it. a fantastic. It is episode. a great episode. It, it really is, is so good. So, All so four fun. of them is are phenomenal like i'm biased i love sojo she's my favorite but like all of them are incredible <laughs> yeah, i highly suggest watching for the long-haired rocker guy he's great. he's awesome he's so good oh my god he's so um, good and they're so <laughs> and like- funny they're one of the things that i love about that like episode is that you could see how like the you know the hosts are messing with everybody but how sojung the actual like k-pop g- girl in the group 
she totally like starts to like side with the host and she's just like bantering on and on yeah. and like just like throwing <laughs> things at these three guys then, who have then no clue how to do anything with like entertainment and it's so and good then, and then the two they just like laugh at everything and yeah. then the rocker guy he's just so quiet and he just kind he's of kind doesn't of know like, what's going on he's very he's chill so a little spacey <laughs> <laughs> Because he'll say things like, I just, I, I'm forgetful. I didn't remember. It's, it's like, very Eeyore. Like, just like, oh, you have such beautiful hair. Like, do you go get that permed? And he's like, no, no, I just use a hair clip. And they're like, what? And so they con this man into like showing no. them how he curls and like clips his hair. And yet, no, oh, they, yeah, they didn't con it. Movie. Like he said, that was his talent. That's the talent we wanted to show. <laughs> like, I'm really good at curling my hair. It's just, just so innocent right. and sweet. And then he's they're like, so, like, did you win any money? And he's like, I want a massage chair. <laughs> it's like, you know what? Great prize, to be honest. I mean, I yeah. love one of those. Yeah. I love one of those. But, uh, oh, no, it's a good episode. You know, the sketchbook episode is on Coqua. Mm-hmm. And Vicky. So it's, it's also on Vicky, but only if you have that. Uh, like the, plus the cocoa pass, pass yeah. The plus pass. Sketchbook is usually pretty cool. Yeah, it's a good one. It's good because it's for an older crowd too, so you get a little bit of difference in like what you see and kind of the questions asked and stuff. I think it's like a mm. neat little interest, like perspective thing, oh. and it also focuses on them as like artists too heavily, as opposed to like entertainers. He's also such a chill host. Like he's mm-hmm. very soothing mm-hmm. and encouraging, and I've always liked mm-hmm. like, his energy with that stuff. He's he's always professional, but like I don't know, kind. He always seems so kind the way yeah. he interviews people. I wanted to mention because I I tried to hunt this down. I admit I did not high seize it, but I because I, I was trying to really find the legal side of it. Immortal songs. You know I'm the one that like watches <laughs> this show. Yeah, and I I, do, yeah. I, I yeah. admit I do not watch every episode, but when I find something that was on it i try to go like see the original show so lee mujin was on an episode of immortal songs the thing is it was a michael jackson themed episode ah uh, yes i did not like find an article that talked about this or anything just from what i saw it is absent from our streaming services <laughs> that despite could be the for fact several that, reasons despite the fact that around it Mm-hmm. all the other episodes were right there mm. so i imagine it's a copyright licensing mm. thing mm. right oh, out of that so i couldn't find there might be creoside something even on youtube usually with immortal songs they release youtube just like the song mm. that someone performs even that that i can't find an official yeah. there's again yeah. i think it's a copyright thing so there's versions of it <laughs> he's saying man <laughs> in a mirror yeah and there's like a version where someone had videotaped through the cameraman's like screen. Yeah. And then there's one from like the drummer. It's like from the drummer. And it's, it's all fuzzy and stuff. There's also just the audio. Yeah. Even just the audio. Yeah. He did a really, really good job. He did but a great it was, job. It was just too bad because yeah. the part of Immortal Songs is also not that they have such detailed stages compared to like music shows or something, but there's usually stuff going on yeah. or whatever. Another one thing I wanted to mention, I, I did watch a couple of his music show performances with Traffic Light. Mm-hmm. So, again, if you haven't watched a ton of music shows, 
if you see someone performing with an instrument, it's not live. Like that's yeah. just the way, even that's the just, bands, mm-hmm. that's just the way it is. not spend the time on the setup. And so the since traffic light has horns in it, you also have people with like a trombone and like trumpet, all this stuff. Thing is, they did legitimately not even try to like. <laughs> they were kind of just dancing with their instruments to their faces. It was it was a kind of distracting. Classic caper. <laughs> I always feel sorry because you know, like compared to other places where they can't actually perform, like it's it's just kind yeah. of funny. There is but- also um like a fan page that mm-hmm. is on YouTube. It's called For Imogen, I think. Mm-hmm all this will be linked in our blog post. So don't worry about trying to search for it, but it doesn't have a lot of stuff, but it is pretty big in terms of like how long he's been around. And that's where I found Mm. the the subbed behind the scenes of the music video. The man in a mirror thing is up there as just an Mm. audio. And then a lot of like his other covers and that sort of thing are on that. Plus like some Instagram lives or what it looks like Instagram lives. It could be B lives some of those are up there too so there is like a a start of a collection of yeah. other things to or, see him or do. there was subtitles for uh like the assignment song so mm-hmm. you can kind of get a more mm-hmm. of the humor yeah. yeah when you read along with it there's also a playlist on the certified nuna's youtube channel that you can enjoy as well so worry not they will <laughs> all be there for you <laughs> I can guarantee that we'll see more of Lee Mujin in the coming years. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah. Listen, I right very now, much expect a lot more OSTs out of them. Mm-hmm. Because Absolutely, you get yeah. a lot of OSTs, like, we do get a lot of K-pop ones, but there are a lot of OSTs are different, are not just K-pop mm-hmm. kids doing them. So, mm-hmm. also, I, this episode right now is presenting you, the listener, with a unique opportunity to jump in on the eye before he becomes just skyrocket, just... We're letting it in on on the the ground ground floor. floor. That's right. Part of the reason we were wanting to do this episode was because Mm -hmm. the Mama Award nominations and stuff, because his name is all over them. And people are Mm -hmm. going to be, we assumed people would maybe be wondering, who's this guy? Well, this is who this guy is. And I get a little background. Yeah, Yeah, because he's just in so many. And it was like, you know, in categories where it's like all like heavily named K pop people and then him. And I, I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? Who is this person? I'm sure like I'm not the only one thinking about this and trying to figure it out, especially because if you're not like super into a lot of the solo work in mm-hmm. Korea or you weren't watching on those times where traffic light was huge in music shows and stuff. So you don't have that kind of getting you into like question who he is like now it's like, oh there's this guy that's on like every category, every category. <laughs> yeah. who is this man who is nominated for everything <laughs> who are you sir it makes you wonder if he's going to be on a little bit more variety shows too it'll be interesting to see if he chooses mm. you know as far as i'm sure he has commitments that are specifically mm. tied to the sing again stuff that mm. he probably agreed to but once mm, that kind of dies down more it makes you wonder if he we'll see if he enjoys it and like maybe Sue's doing a little mm. bit of that or not like it'll be interesting to see yeah. what he chooses yeah. to do on. I gotta admit I have no idea like what label or anything he's with I, it uh, kind of makes you assume he might be in a contract with 
you know, whoever put on the Sing Again show. Yeah, maybe he point, has something Or there. who kind of manages that. It's obvious that he has a, he probably has a manager or someone that helps him at least go to the <laughs> he has, beauty he shop. Has an, he has an agency <laughs> of some sort. We do not know who or what it is, um, but someone is taking care of it. According to Wikipedia, the label is Showplay. Oh, yeah. I, I remember seeing that on that the little behind the scenes video for the traffic light recording. Mm. That's the only time I saw that in the corner or something. Well, they've made a good investment in this uh, this young young fetus. Uh. Yeah, and we and we also encourage you to go check out the other three singing again. Pieces. Yes, like, they're, they're really cool. Incredible. They're really good. Mm. Uh, God, that and rocker Jung, guy. Sue Jung was like she was blowing my mind. Oh, she's yeah. so good. Like. Uh, <laughs> I like always feel like I feel bad because like I really think that her potential was stifled because of you know things but Mm -hmm. she's got such a good voice and they kind of showed it in the men on a mission episode Mm -hmm. she her voice is so phenomenal when paired with jazz and so there Mm -hmm. is a part where she's singing I think it was Minjin's like song and she was like reworking it to what how she would so she's like sing just like a a acapella little line and she was starting to do that and it's like where she shines the most mm. with her voice and so it was like and, oh and, i wish she would do more of that stuff too. and all of like, the and all of the hosts were like whoa yeah whoa. yeah, yeah. You need to hear more like, of that i know we're you know this isn't the episode for it but i really do like <laughs> they do a part in where they allow her to sing the song that she messed up on mm. and we're so sweet and kind after she finished it and we're like so like uplifting that she did it and they were like you know very like nice to her and like you know saying that she was like amazing and like that she was and, able to do it again you know that sort uh, of thing and I was just like oh who this is so sweet and they doesn't, even, doesn't like to hear they're amazing right and he, even like, like you know they'd, they'd mimic her mistake just a little bit but you could tell they were doing it in a way that they were trying to help her like kind of heal that yeah like make it like you know it's just a little blip in your radar it's like a little thing you don't have to worry about it don't worry about it yeah i I do like i do like the the rocker dude had an almost like a very minor version of the same thing where he like dramatically on sing again put out his arms and then started singing without bringing the mic back (laughs) to his mouth everyone thought it was on purpose because you could still hear him because he has such good projection because he is like a heavy rock singer and so they were like wow like that was like really great that like you know you were you know doing that, that on was purpose clever you know just, that clever like to display he's like on purpose yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, later he's like i legitimately forgot you should have said anything just like went yeah, with it nobody like, was her genius <laughs> his honesty i think it would be fun because it, it looked like he had a cute little wife and stuff like mm. it would be fun to just have a little like reality you know variety show that shows a day in the life of him and his little household <laughs> that was a cute little clip of them like sharing a bottle of wine like, <laughs> live, like, <laughs> uh, anyway Jin, he's wonderful you should check him out very listen he has a very small discography at the moment so you can literally listen to the whole thing in a, you like, know, wash the you can wash the dishes and on your hear commute, it all. Like yeah, like you can do it. You can you can get on the ground floor on but, this. Dude. But we hope we hope in the next month. Yes, that there will be more. I yes. like I really don't see him not 
being popular for a while i honestly yeah. think mm-hmm. he's talented enough and he's on a good path to i think he's yeah, i think he's gonna be the uh, i think yeah. he's gonna be a, a regular go-to for osts going yeah. forward mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i agree also his music videos i i love the visuals of his music they're so kind friendly of like re- soft mm-hmm. and retro feeling yeah. a yeah. little bit yeah well his sound is a little retro like it 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 really gives me that adult contemporary like Mm -hmm. 70s early 80s like the stuff you would just your parents would be listening to it would be you know on the radio and and whatever like it's just good just good Mm -hmm. I don't it almost it almost kind of also reminded me of that band Janabi like Mm. not not to go into all that but like as far as that (laughs) that, the tone (laughs) the way the retro tone was always just talking about that that music and then the way they would kind of play that up in the music videos it felt like they played it up a little bit for this music videos Mm. it is kind of cute to see like some of the the young like k-pop fans who are discovering him and they're like i've never heard anything like this before and i'm like oh sweetie oh. you have like <laughs> so much music that you yeah, can right. listen to now because there's a lot of music I was just like, like this really? out there in the world never like you've never gone to a department store like never heard anything like this <laughs> your like, parents, ask your parents to pull out their <laughs> records like it's like every time someone says it i'm just like you're so little you're so young how have you not heard this do you do do you keep the earbuds in and then you go into hot topic and you take them out and then when you like you put them back in (laughs) just listen go to a grocery store and take (laughs) off your headphones you'll hear lots like this i promise you so this has been our episode on lee mujin a up-and-coming little young whippersnapper uh who is taking the korean music world by storm because he's just incredible he's so good you should check him out you should look look for him on mama coming up uh, hopefully he'll win one of those billion awards that he's nominated for and i'm uh, sure he'll perform I, as well oh yeah, I'm yeah sure probably i i'm feeling good about the ost of the year like i'm <laughs> <laughs> i'm feeling pretty good about that one but we'll see so if you want to check them out we have all the links to everything that we talk about that you can find on our website where you can find all of our episodes and all of the links about all the episodes it's a good time over there on the website certifiednunas.com you can also listen to us uh if you want to listen to us wherever you are we're on all of the streaming services man like if it streams podcasts we are probably there unless it's like a real obscure one that only you've heard of we're probably on there uh but you know you know like spotify apple you know you get it you know where listen by now you know you know you know you are you are listening to us you are listening to us i assume you have found a podcast listening place we'll still be on this one wherever you're listening to us now uh if you want to reach out to us on social media it's always at certified nunas one word uh we are mostly on twitter and instagram that's where you can find us the easiest and if you want to become a supporter of this podcast you can go to patreon.com slash certified nunas and become part of the certified found family the that's what we call our little our little minions who we love and whom love us and we also have a discord where you can come chat about all things K-pop, K-drama, Asian drama, Asian entertainment, J-drama, J-pop. We, we got it all. We talk about everything. It's a good time. 
uh, anyway, we hope you stay safe. And if you're somewhere where it's turning to winter, keep bundled up, keep warm, you know, put on, put on a scarf or something, uh, wear a mask, wash your hands, and keep enjoying Asian entertainment. Bye. 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 Bye.